Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. But joining us now on the Roman guest line is our Odyssey NFL insider, Brian Baldinger. You can also listen to Brian with Jason Lock and Four on Baldy's Breakdowns with new episodes out every single week. Just search Baldy, B A L D Y on the Odyssey app, or wherever you find podcasts. Baldy, thank you for joining the show, sir. Well, uh, you know, it's uh, great being with you, as always, every Monday night. Uh, I'm looking forward to it, man. What do you guys got? Um, well, we got to talk about this NFC's robbery that happened last week. Dallas Cowboys and the Washington football team. Now, of course, I told you I keep yeah. betting against the Washington football team until I get my money back, and I finally made it back. But even though the Dallas Cowboys won that game, what did you glean from their performance? Because Dak looked a little out of whack. We talked about the running game wasn't quite there, and that's that's huge to their their attack. What what were like your biggest takeaways from the Dallas Cowboys game, and how should we look at this team moving forward? Well, I mean, I think you got to start with their defense. You know, yeah. they were up twenty four nothing, and you know, Micah Parsons can easily be not just the rookie of the year; he could be the defensive player of the year. Randy Gregory. I mean, the play that Randy Gregory made after he was trying to be cut. You know, and then tipped the ball and intercepted it. Um, you know, the way Trayvon Diggs has played. I mean, they just have a collection of athletes defensively, not to mention, you know, Tank Lawrence and Oza uh, Odigazua. I mean, they just have great athletes on the defensive side of the ball. And to me, that was the difference in the game. They made huge plays that Washington, I mean, I know Chase Holcomb, uh, you know, Cole Holcomb had a great, you know, interception return for a touchdown, but. You know, I mean, that's where it starts for me. Now, did Dak have a great game? No. Could they put Washington away? No, they couldn't do it. Um, you know, but Tony Pollard makes a difference, and, you know, Zach Martin makes a difference, and Tyron Smith makes a difference, and they're not all out there right now. And so they're just not the same team. Is it is it fair to say that, you know, some people are sitting here having the conversation about whether Dak Prescott, something's not wrong, but is he maybe still hurt? He hasn't looked the same since he came back from that calf injury. When you watch him play out there, what are you seeing from Dak Prescott? Well, I mean, I thought he made some, you know, a couple of poor throws. You know, the, the, the interception by Landon Collins was just a poor throw. He sailed it over the head. I don't know if he was trying to drop it in the bucket, but it was a poor throw and it was an easy interception. He never saw Cole Holcomb. That can happen to a lot of quarterbacks. I mean, he was staring his receiver down. He never saw him. Um, look, I mean, a couple of weeks they didn't have uh, either CeeDee Lamb or Amari Cooper and guys dropped passes on him. Um, you know, so I mean, it's been different, something different every week. But, you know, sometimes quarterbacks just got to play through this. I mean, we're watching Matt Stafford. He's trying to play through it right now. Uh, you know, he's trying to get his team a win. He has not played well, but he played really well at times. And so I think that's where Dak is at right now. He's not, you know, he's not putting up 400 yards a game. And, but they don't need him to, really, And when their defense is playing like that and taking the ball away and scoring the defensive touchdowns and that kind of stuff. So, I mean, he's got to understand where his team is at, what he's got, and, you know, what, what he needs to do in order to win. They, they need to win the division they'll have a home playoff game you know they'll have a, a pretty good record more than likely and they've got tough games against washington philadelphia still coming up but you know they need to win the division and get a home playoff game and he needs to quarterback a win for this cowboys organization because that's ultimately 
how Dak Prescott is going to be uh, identified. How many playoff wins can he get? Romo didn't get enough. Good player, didn't get enough playoff wins. And we don't put him in the category of Roger or Troy. But that's how quarterbacks are measured in Dallas. Baldy, speaking of measuring quarterbacks, I'm looking at Lamar Jackson and his Baltimore Ravens team right now. Over the last four weeks, Lamar, of course he got hurt on Sunday, but three touchdowns, seven interceptions. And that team just hasn't looked right all year long. Is it time to to evaluate what we feel about this Ravens team? Like, I know they had a lot of injuries all season long, but right now they just look nothing like they used to. And even though they, they came back and fought in that second half of that game um, under Huntley, but that team just, they, they can't get out of their own way, it seems like. And it starts with that offense. Well, I mean, the, the offense isn't the, – the team isn't the same team that, you know, opened up the season this year. they got 20 players on injured reserve and some great players. And Marlon Humphrey is a great player. He's on injured reserve. You know, Calais Campbell went out of the game Sunday. Ronnie Stanley is as good a left tackle as there is in football. He's not playing. Um, you know, you go through – J.K. Dobbins is an elite running back. He didn't play. So, I mean, you just go through the whole list of, you know, guys. But, you know, look. Lamar Jackson, I'm not going to make excuses for him, but all of his recent interceptions, the last six, have all been passes to Mark Andrews. And, look, he's a great player, but they probably rely on him too much. And they force balls to him, and, you know, a lot of times they end up being intercepted. Not always the quarterback's fault. There's other things that have happened. Um, but they're doing the best that they can. I mean, but this has been going on all year. They got smoked at home by Cincinnati. They – you know, they beat Detroit on, you know, the longest field goal ever made in an NFL game. Yeah. Uh, you know, they came back and won in the final play against the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, they did the same thing against the Indianapolis Colts. I mean, they've been pulling a lot of rabbits out of their hats all year just to get where they're at right now. So, Saturday we had this Urban Meyer report come out about the just the dysfunction and things that he's saying to his coaching staff about them being losers, defend your resume, and Marvin Jones walking out on it. Like, all of this stuff just sounds like it's a complete disaster in Jacksonville. Then they go and get shut out on Sunday, and he didn't really deny anything in the press conference, spent more time talking about if somebody's going to leak anything, they're going to get fired and be out of a job. And when you hear all of this and, and you see just the regression of this Jaguars team, and really uh, we haven't seen – a lot of consistency if we're being nice when it comes to Trevor Lawrence this season. How, how would you handle this whole situation in Jacksonville? Well, I would have handled it differently, you know, from the time that he, uh, you know, didn't go on the plane with his team after a heartbreaking loss to yeah. Cincinnati and went to Columbus. I mean, I might have pulled the plug right there. I mean, I've never seen anything like it. And I don't know that he can recover from it. But, you know, regardless of what Tom Pelissero reported, he's a great reporter. Uh, he works at the network that I'm at right now, the NFL Network. And, you know, he stood by his report. You know, I mean, that's what good reporters do. Like, they, they, they put it out there. They don't backtrack. Well, this is why I stand by it. So there's definitely some truth to what he reported. But regardless, the quarterback is not improving. You know, Troy Aikman was the first pick in the draft in 1989. They won one game. But you could see improvement. And they had, you know, they changed some coaches. They brought in North Turner the next year. You know, they, they hit the draft hard. And Jimmy, you know, went from 1-15. And, and in, you know, three years they were winning a Super Bowl. Uh, you know, that's what Urban's got to – if they're, if Urban's going to be the coach, I don't know if Brian Dable and Brian Schottenheimer are the best coordinators for this quarterback. Because I just don't see improvement. And that's what – he was supposed to come in here and be a generational talent. He – He'd never really lost at high school or college. We hadn't really seen many prospects like that. 
yet he doesn't look special at all. And so why? Why is that? Why, why isn't he improving to say the way Mac Jones is improving? Or at times when we watch Justin Fields play, where it looks like he's improving. We don't see that from Trevor. And so uh, I, think there's, I think if Urban Meyer is the coach next year uh, of Jacksonville, that there'll be a lot of coaching changes on that roster. Baldy, really quickly, that the game that was really interesting last week, the Bills, the Buccaneers, are you out on the Bills? Like, should we should we stop looking at this team as a contender? Because they have not shown it all season long. They had the second half where they came back against the Bucks, but they have they just that 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 team doesn't run the ball, and I, it's truly gotten to them. And last night was another showing of that. Well, I mean, look, the opening touchdown of the game was Leonard Fournette going forty-seven yards for the same play that the Patriots ran down the Buffalo Bills' throats. Just a G lead, simple play. They couldn't defend it, and Fournette went forty-seven yards. I mean. We have seen that now. Damian Harris on Monday night, we saw Derrick Henry do it to him for 60-something yards. They're giving up these long runs, and they can't seem to stop it. And yet, they have no ability to run the ball. They don't even try. 